Eastbound and down, loaded up and trucking. Are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm Eastbound and down. Hey guys, welcome back to the next episode of Bayou Chronicles. We're your hosts, Bethany, Crystal. On today's episode, we'll be talking about a conspiracy theory that I actually didn't know very much about. I've heard it in passing, but I really didn't know the ins and outs of it. My mind was literally kind of blown when I was doing the research um, for everything for this episode today. And I'm I'm kind of feeling like all of my life was a little bit of a lie. (laughs) Um, Crystal was actually the one that brought up um, this topic to me because... Um, when we wanted to do our first conspiracy episode, we didn't really want to jump into one that's, you know, kind of been beaten like a dead horse. <laughs> um, and I feel like this one, it's known, but I mean, I didn't know very much about it, so maybe not other people will know a lot about it. Okay, before we jump in, I do want to let everybody know we do have our Instagram up and running. It is Bayou underscore Chronicles. We don't have anything up. Like, it's just the gray circle and the white humanoid right now. But we are going to get some stuff um, added up there. We also have our email address up and running. It is Bayou Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please use that for any paranormal, true crime, conspiracy theory stories that you want to hear or you want to hear us cover. Um, We'll also take feedback that you want to give to us, um, even if you're mean, but beware. We'll probably make fun of it on the next podcast after you leave it. You will be roasted. So just be prepared for that if you want to be mean. But that's all I really have. Bethany, you want to take it away and dive into this conspiracy theory? Yeah, let's jump on in. Okay, what if I told you that thousands of people had a shared memory of an event that never even happened? Most people might say this is crazy or that they are just making it up. Today, we're going to be talking about false memory or the Mandela effect. Let's go... I won't say way back. I know the young people will say way back. Into 2009 at Dragon Con in Atlanta, paranormal researcher Fiona Broom was talking with a group of people about her memories of the funeral of Nelson Mandela. It turns out that others in the conversation had the exact same memory. At the urging of her editors, Fiona created the website MandelaEffect.com, which both me and Crystal have spent I'm probably a lot of hours on um, doing research for this. This website allowed people to discuss their own memories of the funeral of Nelson Mandela. Soon after the website was live, people started to share other memories that they had that turned out to be false. The website also developed into a place for people to discuss theories as to what may be causing this. All right, I'll just just spew off the ones I have and we'll talk about it and then we'll look at the ones. Okay, so the first I read through, I read through a lot. I read through a lot, and some of them I was like, oh yeah, no. Some of them didn't really resonate with me. And then there was the the first one I got to, the first one I got to, and I'll just read off what it is, and then we'll talk about it. 
It says the Monopoly Man, which if you didn't know, and I actually didn't really know this, the Monopoly Man's real name is Rich Uncle Pennybags. Did you know that? Name. That's his actual name. I mean, I hate Monopoly, so I was the wrong person to know that to begin with, but so interesting. I, oh my God. Okay, all right, let, I'm getting sidetracked. Let's talk about what the effect is. Monopoly Man, if I can say it, his real name being Rich Uncle Pennybags, never wore a monocle. Never. And I even did, like, double research. I Googled. I went to the actual Monopoly um, website. I looked at the very first Monopoly game board. Never in any single pictures does he have a monocle. But in my mind, like, even back from when I was a child, I remember him having a monocle. And, but, but I had, I did have somebody tell me that I could be getting two different people, um, mixed up in my mind and it's the peanut, the peanut man from the peanuts commercial and he looks like, I'm like a version of the monopoly man and he wears a monocle. So like, so I'm gonna let you get through all these, but that's actually one of the theories of the whole like Mandela effect Mm -hmm. is that our brain is putting similar things together Mm -hmm. And our brain is kind of like, kind of mixing them up. And I th- I feel it because I was when I was doing this research, I was actually talking to several different friends, and they some of these blew their mind as well. But they were like, maybe you're thinking of the Peanut Man. Is that even his name? Is that what we call him, the Peanut Man? But you guys know what I'm talking about on the, the Peanut Bowl, commercials. Super Bowl commercial yes, died, and then yes, and the whole world was absolutely. I don't even know. We all felt the sadness <laughs> over this fictional character. But I was like, maybe my mind is taking these two different characters. Because, you know, we've all played this game. Yeah. I mean, we didn't, We hate it. It starts family feuds and probably ends, you know, a few marriages. But we played it. And I thought he had a monocle. But absolutely, we were wrong. Okay, and then this next one. I wrote it down. And, you know, I was thinking of that time that Nikki got those Disney cards and y'all said something about Star Wars. Something about being a daddy. Oh, and I was yes. scarred. I was scarred. But I couldn't remember what it was. I don't remember either. But this, so shout out to all the Star Wars fans. Or I thought I was a Star Wars fan because then I was like, do I take my Star Wars fan card back? Do I have to mail it back in the mail? Um, because this is from Return of the Jedi, and I even, I have all the Star Wars movies, and I was like, I need, I apparently I need to go back and watch Return of the Jedi, because you know what line I'm talking about. In the line I'm talking about, Darth Vader never said. Darth Vader never said, Luke, I am your father. The actual quote is, no, I am your father, which isn't drastic, but it's enough of a difference. But how like, many? Like, well, where do we just like randomly stick his name into the sentence? Like, right? I mean, how many T-shirts? How many coffee mugs? How many posters have Luke? I am your father. How many TV shows have incorporated that line into it? How many movies? And here we are saying it wrong. Every single one of you, if you're listening to this and you're a Star Wars fan, you need to go back and watch Return of the Jedi because it's not. That's not it. That's not even what it said. Okay, this uh, this next one. Another one, and I'll tell you, if you get on and do your own research for the Mandela Effect, a lot of them that you're going to find are just spelling. Yeah. Like, a lot of them are just spelling. And I don't know if it's people in the marketing business, 
they know we all have OCD and they're like, let's just flip or delete or take out a letter and just see if it absolutely drives them crazy. All right. And I guarantee every single person, I do, I know I do, has one of these at home. You have at least one can of Febreze. Do you have one can of Febreze? I think I do. I think I do. I mean, I don't buy it often. I do. But I I feel like I have one. it's not a can. It's a spray thing. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. And this one was funny because I was actually on the phone with my sister when I found this one. And she even went to her kitchen and under her sink and got her Febreze can because she was like, absolutely not. There's two E's in Febreze. (laughs) It's not. We all want to spell Febreze like, you know, breeze, like, you know, a breeze. But it's actually F-E-B-R-E-Z-E. There's there's no two E's. And in our mind, like my sister was like, there's two E's. I'm going to go get the bottle. And then she didn't even want to bring the bottle back to the phone. And she was <laughs> like, you're right. You're right. Next one. Another spelling one. And Crystal actually, this was the one that she we were sitting down eating lunch. And she was like, we have to talk about the Mandela effect. And I was like, what's the Mandela effect? And she was like, Double stuffed Oreos. <laughs> I was like, double stuffed Oreos? What are you talking about, woman? Like, there are double stuffed Oreos. You're not going to be able to convince me there's not. Double stuffed is another spelling one. If you go and look at a double stuffed package, there is no two Fs in stuff. It is S-T-U-F. Which is stupid. That's stoof. I've said this. This is stoof. <laughs> double stoof. That is not, no, this is not, our whole entire life has been a lie. Okay, and then this next one that I have written down in my handy dandy notebook. And I'm ashamed of myself. I'm ashamed of myself. You're not a true southerner. I go to to this place all the time. I have a rewards thing. I mean, I've racked up some free free food because I get so many rewards. The spelling of Chick-fil-A, like all of you listening right now. You just hanging up, hanging up. If you said you're, I love Chick Fil A. I'm Chick Fil A's biggest fan. I'm there every day, but Sunday. Although some of us go on Sunday too because we forget they're closed on Sundays. <laughs> Chick Fil A is not the typical C H I C that we think it is. It's actually spelled like Chick. Okay, like a Chick. This one though, I swear. I'm not, I've never I spelled have a story. it. Story time. I specifically, which specifically? I can't say that word either. Okay, whatever. I remember area. when, like, it was popular with me, like, when it first came to town here and we all started going, I remember spelling it and looking at a cup and thinking it was weird that there was only one C and there wasn't a K at the end. It just, I remember it being C-H-I-C and I always mm-hmm. wanted to put the K, mm-hmm. but I always knew it was wrong. So, mm-hmm. I don't know when it suddenly came right. But I don't know. I think they changed it. An alternate universe. Okay, this one. This one I wrote down. Um, There was a few celebrity ones. And this one just stood out to me. Because I I really did think that she died. Oh, I I don't even know. I don't even know what number I had in my head. But I was not that number. And (laughs) the one I'm talking about is, it said... Apparently, I'm not alone. This was one that a lot of people had, like, you could vote on. I have a story about this one, too. Okay, all right. The next one is, Shirley Temple actually died in 2014. 
And when I was researching, I actually went on onto the Mandela Effect website for this one, and you can kind of like vote, and it like tells you which ones are the most popular. Like monthly, they update it, and this one was pretty popular because a lot of people thought that she died in like the nineties, the eighties, which I kind of feel like that's what my mind was telling me. Okay. Um. I don't know. I think it's maybe because I've done research on her before, which means that I should have known when she died. <laughs> but because Shirley Temple actually had a, we should talk about her one mm-hmm. day. She actually had a really rough childhood um, when everybody thought she was doing very well in movies and dancing and everything. Um, but yeah, and I'll let Crystal so, get to her story. Okay, so I actually, me and my mom both grew up thinking that Shirley Temple was dead. Because of something that my Nana, who is listening, I'm sure, because she's like, I'm going to listen every episode. (laughs) Shout out to Nana. Uh, She told us at the time we were both little that she died. So my mom, basically, in the entire 80s when she was a teenager, thought she was dead. And then in the early, like, or late 90s, early 2000s, while I watched every single Shirley Temple movie, like most little girls do... Every time I said something, my nan would be like, oh, yeah, she's, she died. And then it wasn't until I was, like, 16 and happened to look in, like, a People magazine one day that there was a picture of her at some um, charity event that she was at. I do kind of remember that. remember taking it to my mom and being like, are you kidding me? She's been alive this entire time. So it's not really a false memory, but I still can't believe I never realized mm-hmm. that she is still alive. Or I think she died. Now. Like, she did. She died in 2014. Oh my gosh. Well, I thought that this was like, oh, she actually died. She did. Yeah, she actually did. But a lot of people, from what I read, from what I read on the website, a lot of people thought she died in like the late 80s, early 90s, which I kind of feel like that mine. But now that you mentioned that People's Magazine, I kind of do remember seeing that now but i don't know man after honestly see, but see i feel like this is the whole thing part of after, this mandela effect is it's like well did i remember that after or, all this research like i kind of was like everything is a lie like what if i find new information in my life and that's a lie too and then i'm like oh god it's just is my are my own memories about my life a lie okay i wrote this next one down because this is what this is a personal one this is the and i'm calling myself out i'm calling myself out on this one and it was this one's about geography and okay people we all need to go back to school i'm calling myself out i do too i've learned since then i've learned since then people i've done a lot of traveling but we all need to open a geography book because the mandela effect is that a lot of people do not know where specific places are on a map and inside their mind it's way off and a few of the ones that were very popular is japan and australia wait how do you not know where australia is like that's an obvious one that's an obvious one japan can be tricky and a lot of people specifically didn't know where japan is in relation to china okay which i can see that one but i still um no I know, and I know about the relationship. I know where I've always known where Japan is and China, and you know, like Hong Kong and Korea and stuff yeah. like that, because we have family that travels to the Philippines, and not a lot of people know where the Philippines are. But actually, to get to the Philippines, you don't go the direction you think you. Do. You actually have to go through Korea, 
Hong Kong, and then you go down to the Philippines. So I knew that. But next to it, I wrote down Guam because I, 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 did, talk, I did talk about my husband being in the military in the first episode. But that was my husband's first duty station. And I'll be honest, when he came home, and we were actually supposed to be going to Hawaii. Everybody knows where Hawaii is. Yeah. Come on, you know where you know where it is. And then they said, "No, you're actually going to Guam." I had to Google. I don't know what. I had to Google where Guam was, and I was actually kind of surprised that this wasn't on the Mandela Effect website. Like Australia, come on, people. Hold on. Oh gosh, I feel like if I tell you where I think Guam is, go ahead, go ahead, and I'll tell everybody else on the episode because maybe some people don't. Okay. Is it close to like? Okay, so I have two places, I think, okay? <laughs> it's either, like, near, like, the Philippines and everything. Okay. Or it's closer to, like, it's closer down towards, like, Australia, but not, like, in the little islands off You're, Australia. You were closer in your first guess. Okay. Okay. So, actually, to get to Guam, you're not wrong. I mean, you could go that way. Um, There's actually two ways um, that the lovely... United States Air Force likes to send you, which is the cheapest way possible. If they could put you in cargo with the dogs, they would. Um, you can go through Japan, okay, and then make your way to the Philippines, mm-hmm. and then make your way to Guam. Okay, so if it is close to the Philippines. Okay, but the easiest way, and a lot, a lot of people know this, is you go from California down to Hawaii, and the U.S. territory, because it is a U.S. territory, Guam is located right below Hawaii. Okay, I'm Google Maps. But I felt ashamed of myself that I had to Google this when my husband came and said that this is going to be our home for the next three years. And I'm like, where is that? But see, like, I feel like it's something that we hear people talk about, but we just don't. I don't even think I had heard Guam, honestly, which I'm ashamed of that because I spent three years there. I even had my oldest child there, and I absolutely love it and miss it. But I was one of those heathens on the Mandela effect that doesn't know their geography. But I know where Australia is, so. I do know where Australia is, and the history major part of me is very disappointed in my knowledge of where Guam is, but. And not a lot of people know it's a U.S. territory. They people think I did know that. It's, it's its own, and it's not. So I was like, I was like in between. You're kind of right. You're kind of right. It's I all in like, that general area, and Japan is not very far away from it at all. I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I really was in between. Like, it's the Philippines and Australia. They're like, mm-hmm. it's all connected, and a lot of people travel um, to. It's a very beautiful area. If you can go visit any of those islands that we just m- mentioned, you will have a good time, and you will come home with a very full belly because, oh God, I miss the food. So, a couple of my favorite are, um, well, the one that started it all for me, the, like, that kind of went me, that, oh my gosh, I cannot speak today. The one that took me down the rabbit hole of the whole Mandela effect was the whole Bernstein, Bernstein Bears thing. Um, I swear on everything in my life that the books and the TV show that I used to watch on Saturday mornings was the Baron Steen Bears with a E. 
I feel like you could pronounce it the same way, though. Yeah, I guess. Even if it's spelled an E or an A. I mean, yes. But it looks so weird with an A. It It does not look like that's how it should be spelled, like, at all. And I think that's why that bothers me so much and why I think that it has to be a glitch in the matrix or something because there's, I don't know, that's probably my favorite. That movie came, that movie came to my mind a lot researching this. I felt the like matrix. I was going to get offered a pill to take <laughs> and go into this universe where all of this information was going to come back to my brain. I mean, I almost feel like that movie is, like, what's happening, though. Because some of this stuff, you cannot deny how weird it is. And if thousands of people remember the same thing or get a weird feeling or, like, can swear on everything, this is how something looked or something was spelt or something was said, like... Don't you have to take stock in that? Like, don't you have to be like, okay, something creepy is happening here? You would think, but one thing, which we eventually, yes, we would talk about this. We both very much like this topic. I thought the same thing. But look how many people have said that they've seen a UFO. And people literally still think you're an absolute lunatic and there's absolutely (laughs) no way that there's aliens out there, which there are. I completely agree. Um, Okay, so... I guess, so, that kind of moves into, like, the next one, like, the whole Forrest Gump. I've never seen Forrest Gump. Shame on me, but... Oh, my God, huge gasps all around. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I have when I was younger, because I remember my grandparents watching it, but I don't think I ever watched it. But everybody knows the line of that one, which is, life is like a box of chocolates. Okay? I thought that was the line. Mm -hmm. But apparently, it's life was like a box of chocolates which doesn't even make sense to me he's not that old he's not that old in the movie i mean yeah he's older and he's lived life but it i don't it doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me but i just want to know how we changed that the was to is and we parry it because that line has been quoted by millions of people that quote is in other movies, and that quote is in TV, TV shows, shows and books. So why are we quoting it wrong? And if we are quoting it wrong, why didn't someone course correct that at any time? Like, you would think if it's in a movie that, or like that quote is being quoted in another movie, that someone would come back and say, hey, wait, that's not the right line. You need to change it to where the actual line is if you're quoting it. It's like they're slowly taking one one word, one letter, and changing it to see if anybody will notice. I don't know. I just, I think it kind of makes me go back to some of the theories that Fiona had on her website mm-hmm. um, about, like, why things are happening. And, like, in particular, she was talking about um, the Looney Tunes, which this one made me mad because when I asked my brother and my husband, they both said the correct version, and so, they had never heard mm-hmm. the other version. So mm-hmm. I imposters. I thought it was Looney Tunes, like 
tunes is in cartoons, like T O O N S. Yes. And apparently it's tunes as in music, like T U N E S. And that does not make sense to me. I, I, I don't remember that. Only thing I can see it being with tunes, like a music tune, is there is a lot of singing in it. A lot of the a lot of theatrics. Yeah. But it's but it's a cartoon. Full cartoon, full animation. And my husband said the same thing. He's like, "No, you're absolutely crazy." And first off, yes, doing all this research has made me crazy. But I don't ever remember it being like a music tune. No. We'll see. So one of like the. I don't know what to think of the word for this, too. But one of the criticisms of this, if people remembering it, is they say that people are just combining stuff. So, in the case of Looney Tunes, um, there was a Tiny Tunes, like, TV show cartoon Mm -hmm. that looks very, very similar to the Looney Tunes logo. Mm -hmm. And so, some people think that people, again, are just merging the two... Just visuals like the Monopoly, Monopoly Man, Man and the Peanut yeah. Man, yeah, um, which does make sense. It does. But on her website, there are people who are completely adamant that they one hundred percent have seen this spelled like this. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'm that dedicated to it because the monocle and the Peanut Man made me consider. Because oh, yeah. I was like, what if a lot of this? I'm just taking two different things. Which, already, if you know me as a person, I have the worst memory. So, very well, I could be mixing two different things that I'm only remembering half of and putting it together to make a whole. But that doesn't explain stuff like the double stuff Oreos. Okay, that's just, in all seriousness, you're spelling it wrong, Oreo. And I'll tell you, I invest a lot in you because that is our favorite (laughs) cookie in our house. We always have a pack of Oreos. You need to do better. You need to put extra F. But, like, what's the reason for not putting the extra F? Were they lazy? Did the extra F cost them a couple million dollars more in marketing and they couldn't do it? Like, was it already trademarked, copyrighted, what? Like, what's the reasoning behind it? They just wanted to be different. They wanted to see if they could put it on a package and see if it would irritate people. And apparently it did because there's a website and it's on there. (laughs) And we're (laughs) outraged over one letter. Who knew that? When we were adults, we would be mad about double stuff being spelled with one F. Okay, so we were actually just talking about this one because neither one of us remember this, and I just think it's weird. But I kept stumbling across the one of King Henry VIII and a turkey leg in his hand in a painting. I never remember. I, I mean, we know of him, obviously. I, yeah. He's like, like what, I literally seven wives. I mean, like I that. wrote my senior thesis in undergrad on one of his wives. Like, I know this man. Yeah. I have never seen this picture in my entire life, and I'm struggled to even think about what it would look like. Only thing I can think of is people are taking like modern day Renaissance festivals, and what's the thing you get when you go to the Renaissance festival? A giant turkey leg. Yes, and maybe they're maybe they're putting that in their head, and they're all like, "Oh, of course Henry had a turkey leg. He had five million wives. You know, he had a big old turkey <laughs> leg for dinner." Okay, what about the one about Pikachu? Did you see that one? I did. That one made me angry. Okay, but also I think that's again is too mass up match whatever the word. Mashups. Mashup. Yes. Dear Lord. <laughs> um, 
because I'm like sitting right now on my shelf next to us. I have binder of Pokemon cards. I am 26 years old. I have them right in front of me. I have them in front of me too, to the next of us. I have tens. I have a Pokemon lunchbox below (laughs) us. Okay. Well, I didn't even write this one down because I knew it made me mad. So I didn't want to rewrite, but Crystal brought it (laughs) up. Because it makes me mad too. (laughs) Okay. But in our mind, and I don't think it was Pikachu. And what the Mandela effect is, is that Pikachu did not have black at the end of his tail. Okay. But I don't remember it. I think what they're mixing up is Raichu. Hey. Raichu is the other version, yes. and he does have a tail that is similar to that. But it doesn't it, have black it in the because he's right there. But in my mind, this I reading all through all this, my mind couldn't figure out what I actually remembered as a child. And then, you know, when you're reading it, your mind just starts reading the correct version. Yeah. So I don't know if I do remember Pikachu having black on his tail, or I don't. And obviously, I have Pikachu original cards, and he doesn't. So I was like, do I remember him having black? Or is that just because I've read this statement right now? Yeah. Well, see, that's, I'm thinking of it. See, that is another part of that makes me wonder if this false memory thing is just more like, um, I don't even know what, the, what you would call this, but there's probably a specific psychology term that I should know, but I'm not. It's, but it's like you're impressing that memory. You're, you're peer pressured. You start reading this and your anxiety and like, well, is I, like, I have I, to have this right or people are going to think I'm weird. Yeah. <laughs> or like, it's kind of a thing like if you said, like instead of asking somebody, what color is this sock? If you said, this sock is blue, right? You're more likely to say, yeah, the sock is blue, even if it was actually green. You need reassurance. You're, yeah, your natural you instinct is to say, okay, well that person knows what they're talking about. So, like, I wonder how much of this is not actually false memory, but someone, just them saying it is implanting it into our consciousness mm-hmm. and making us doubt what we actually saw. It could be. It could be. Because, you know, after a while, we don't have, like, the super powerful ability to recall a whole lot of information. So, like, if we saw someone commit a crime two years ago, but it was in passing and we didn't even realize they were committing the crime... Yeah, uh, that's why they have statute limitations. Yeah, it's only like, good for a certain amount. Like, yeah. we wouldn't, chances are, if we weren't the person being victimized or we didn't know the seriousness of the crime, we couldn't recall his hair color, his height, what he looked like. Exactly. But if someone said, hey, this is what I saw, we'd be more apt to say, or more apt to say, yeah, he did have, he would have to have brown hair and he was 6'2 wearing a green shirt. Exactly. So, I wonder how much of that is that. I don't even know. I don't know. I do like the theories, though, um, that people have, like, like, in particular, Fiona, about sliding from one reality to the next. Like, I like that idea. I think it's a cool idea that, you know, it is theorized that there are thousands of duplicate realities and dimensions. So... Who's to say we couldn't be sliding? Because look at all these TV shows and these movies that we have, like uh, Doctor Who. I mean, for example, who came up with these? I mean, I know we have imaginations and we have dreams, but what if we have these dreams and these imaginations because we saw it in an alternate universe or we experienced it in a past life or yeah, things like that? I mean, who? I mean, 
that, that they say that's how we got the idea of aliens is it didn't really happen nobody even saw it somebody just had a dream and woke up one day and we have aliens but how do you dream about that like how do you I don't know. Like, I mean, I guess you could say people can create things, but do you really just create the idea of alternate dimensions? And do you really just create space travel? Like, in all the little, like, I guess, I mean, yes, you can create space travel and create, like, the stories and everything, but... To me, some of the ideas, they have to come from somewhere. You don't just... That's what I'm thinking. The movie The Matrix. Yeah. Where people are really just out there with wild imaginations coming up with million-dollar franchises. I mean, I guess you could almost, you know, tie this whole conspiracy into the even larger conspiracy that we are all living in a computer simulation program. You need to step it up because um, I need to be simulated something. I don't know. I swear there's another Pikachu there and he yes, doesn't have black on the shell. He does yet. not have black on a shell. <laughs> oh my god. I have so much Pokemon stuff in my office right now. Nerd. <laughs> I, have a, I have a Dungeons and Dragon <laughs> wizard up there too. <laughs> oh, good talks. Yeah, good Snorlax. Talks, good talks. Oh, well, I mean, maybe there's a Snorlax. Now, I mean, I will be honest. I could have sworn that Snorlax had, like, a little blue, like, another part of his belly. There was, like, a circle on his belly. Mm. But I knew that one wasn't, like, a Mandela effect. I just specifically remember That's that. just probably your mind. That probably, yeah. See, again, that's just my mind, like, right. imagining things. Or you could have saw, like, a plush or something that yes. somebody. That's another thing. We It could be. With Pikachu, it could have been somebody that did a custom Pikachu and did the tail differently. Yeah, or someone didn't want to, like, copyright, copyright. Yeah. so they put a green, uh, not a green, a black stripe on his tail. Nintendo will come for you. <laughs> like they did Pokey, Pokey Princess. Princess. Yeah, Digital Princess. <laughs> so, like, as much as I respect her having changed her name, girlfriend, I don't know. I want to um, fall a little hard. Maybe. Mandela know. Effect. Is there anything we want to talk about, or do we want to... I don't know if I want to make this episode too, too long, since our other one's like an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, we can make it like 30 minutes. How long is it? 34. Oh, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have to edit out too much. No. Yeah. Edit it this time. Yeah. Alright, well, however you want to yeah. wrap this up. Okay. Well, I think that's about all the info slash crazy... Mandela effects that uh, we found interesting. I mean, there's dozens of more, and obviously we might find some of them interesting, but these are the ones that kind of threw us the most. Um, definitely reach out to us and send us an email. If you can think of any. Because yeah. I would love to hear some, like, recent ones. Because all the ones that we researched, I felt like were kind of not like anything recent. I think yeah. the most recent one I found was the Shirley Temple one from 2014. Well, actually, did you see the YouTube video that Fiona Broom has on there about how to um, kind of process through a new uh, Mandela I, effect? I did, but I couldn't think of one. So, um, 
she talked about it, or they talked about it in uh, specifics with the um, Star Trek Voyager character, um, Chakotay, which you may be a Star Wars person. I'm a huge Star Trek person. We have this debate because I'm not. Star Trek is my jam. I'm not really a Star Trek person. But these two people thought that Chakotay died in an episode, and then like a couple episodes later, he's back. Which, the second they said it, made me think, oh my god, I did think he died in an episode. And then I'm like, maybe I need to rewatch the whole <laughs> series again. But she says the process really is, is you need to talk to another person to see if they had the same experience as you. And get as much like details and facts about it as possible. And then you want to reach out to like the actual source and see if it is... And there, or if it's not even even remotely real at all. And for the love of God, because this it's happened to me once again. I'm calling myself out because I was looking these decks up, and I actually had sent my mom a, a link like two weeks ago, and I was like, "Oh my God, Mom, Gene Wilder passed away." Which, if you don't know who <laughs> Gene Wilder is, um, just think uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Frankenstein, you know, so many other things. Um, he actually died in like 2012 and I had mm-hmm. just read a, somebody had shared a Facebook link about it and I knew, I knew he had passed away because we had talked about it, but I read that stupid Facebook link that somebody shared and for some reason my brain thought that he had died again. Apparently you can <laughs> die twice. So make sure you're reading your links because if you don't click on it, then your, your brain's going to process that and in a few years it might turn into a Mandela effect. Or what is? Not really. Not Mandela really. Effect. You're just your brain is just not processing. You didn't. Correctly. You didn't check your sources, and now your brain thinks that you know that's when it happened. Um. But yes. Yeah, so send us anything that you have. We'd love to hear your own little Mandela effects. Maybe we've had one that you had. Um. Also, send us any new conspiracy theories you want us to cover. Um. Because we have so many. We are conspiracy theorists. We go down all the Reddit rabbit holes. But for some reason, when we sit down to think of theories to talk about on here, we can't think of all that comes to mind for me is aliens. Yes. So you're going to get like 10 weeks of aliens if I have to pick. So for the love of God, somebody write into us. Also, give us some feedback about the podcast, what works, what doesn't. We're definitely up for friendly criticism. Yeah, don't be a jerk, yes. guys. Just be nice we're just starting out but we we do want to make it better for everybody so whatever we can do let us know yeah and if you um yeah if you want to hear more for us stay tuned i think next week can we give them and then give them a little hint what we're gonna do i will give you it is so like we said we're doing a different topic each week of the month next week is paranormal episode and this topic is not a topic that Crystal knows, so this week we did one that I didn't know. Next week we'll be doing one that she doesn't know. And the only hint I will give you is the movie Child's Play. It's very vague, but if I give you anything else, you'll automatically know what it is. So that's the hint for this week, for next week's episode. And 10 points to your Harry Potter house if you guess it correct. <laughs> Email us as soon as you listen to this episode. And maybe by the time we film that one, maybe we'll have an answer by somebody. <laughs> okay, thanks guys for listening. And we will 
Well, you'll hear from us. I think that was horrible. You will hear from us next week. My guys. Ooh.